0: Hey everyone, welcome to the secret sauce of selling podcast, the ultimate guide and sales gym to unlocking the secrets of successful selling. I'm your host, James Abraham, and within my journey and mission to empower the best generation of sales professionals and business leaders the world has ever seen, I'm excited to be here with you today to share insights, tactics, and strategies to help you take your sales performance and sales leadership game to the next level. We always bring in the best. So here you are, Don Kelly, welcome to the show.
1: James, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here, man. And I love the message and the mission there to inspire the next generation. So this is, uh, this is fantastic. Hopefully, I can give some stuff that can help one or two of them.
0: Well, you're known and renowned for your LinkedIn uh, uh, power. And uh, the topic today is um, filling up the top of the funnel with the power of LinkedIn. So what are we talking about today? Why don't you unpack that for us?
1: Yeah, I feel that there's uh, since the pandemic, email outreach has increased by six by fifty percent. Uh, I talk about this a lot. I was at LinkedIn's headquarters, and uh, one of the uh, studies that they got from Gartner was around that an email uh, so email outreach increased by sixty fifty percent. Reply rates has decreased by thirty percent. Um, phone is obviously one of the most powerful ways that we can get in touch with prospects. However, a lot of people have done it wrong over the years, and it becomes very uh, it can become very challenging. And then LinkedIn, people spam a lot. I mean, straight up, like when, up until a couple of years ago and up until like maybe say the beginning of this year, we saw a lot of automated uh, spitballing and people spitting out a whole bunch of garbage. So with every means that we, we are known to utilize to go out to connect with prospects, we find that there being, uh, there are challenges uh, where people are doing things uh, wrong or inappropriately and it, and, it, and it hurts us. However, there are things that we can do right when it comes to email, when it comes to phone, and especially LinkedIn. I use all of these platforms. I even use text messages and physical mail. Um, and uh, one of the things I want to go through today is a, a strategy that we've utilized on LinkedIn that helps us with all of those um, to to be more effective in our communication, to have better uh, response rate uh, when I send, we send emails, and also when we make our phone calls to our prospects.
0: That sounds awesome. All right. Well, how do we start? Where do we start?
1: First thing, like anything else, you're, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go into deep into this. Anyone can go and do this. But one of the, the basic field though, and well, I, I do, we are going to go into it because what happens oftentimes when we talk about LinkedIn, everyone wants to go straight into the meat. But um, if you don't warm up before you exercise, your muscles are not going to be able to do the thing they need to do properly. So your banner at the very, very top. One of the dumbest things that people do is just not have a banner and then have a banner with stupid stuff on top of it. What you need to do, if I sell candy. I need to have a banner that quickly tell people exactly what I do. The best organic candy in the world. Perfect. But that's a free real estate that LinkedIn gives you and you have that capability now. And the reason why this is important, because the strategies that we do when we we have our LinkedIn profile, we want people to go to us when they look at our profile and quickly see information about us. The second thing is that your profile is not about you. Backup. The profile is not about you. Again, for the people in the back, the profile is not about you. It's about you. What you can do for your prospects. So, in the About Me section, it should ne- not necessarily talk about how you went to Yale and all of this stuff. You can talk about that in a in a more effective way. But I studied uh, being, a- being able to work with some of the best bri- best minds in microbiology. I've been able to understand what are the biggest challenges facing the micro industry for the brewing industry for the past fifty years. Now I'm talking about things that's best helping my clients rather than, you know, all my accolades. So make sure your bio section is talking about the problems that your prospects have and how we can best help with that. And each of your job description is not a resume anymore. You need to make sure that talks about how you solve problems for other companies or people that you serve. So if you get those things out the way, great. Um, You're going to be easy, easy, easy going. Now the next main, the three things that we talk about on LinkedIn is connect, share, engage. Connect, share, engage. Connect, Connect. share, and engage. And what I mean by connection, I did this with a client. I had him look at his connection that he had on LinkedIn. And it turns out like less than 10% of the people that he had connections with were not his ideal customers. So James, help me to understand. If I have 2,000 people that I'm connected with and less than 10% of them are my ideal customer, then why in the world I'm just sitting around connecting with my high school buddies? Like that doesn't make any sense at all when it comes to LinkedIn. So most salespeople, most individuals, when it comes, for, uh, when it comes to it, are not thinking in that way, so you got to make sure you connect with the right contacts. I try to get to about fifty percent of the people that are connected with me are potential customers or in that space or in that world that I'm uh, that I'm serving. That's gonna help my help people when I share uh, content. So the first thing I tell all salespeople daily: send five connection requests to people who could be ideal customers, not with a spamming message. Hi, James, I see that you're in uh, sales and I would love to connect with you sometime and set up a time for a coffee break. That's, that's garbage, that's BS. Tell them something about them. James, I saw that you're a Sandler trainer. The first training I ever went through was in Sandler. I would love to connect with you to continue to follow learning from you here on LinkedIn. Permission to connect. I always use that permission to connect at the very end. And from that, people always come back with something cute like permission granted or like open sesame. And we have, you know, we start a dialogue yeah. because that is the first thing I am trying to do. I'm trying to get a dialogue. or I'm trying to get connection. So again, five connection requests per day to someone, 25 over the course of a week, over the course of a month, that's 200. And let's just be, for kicks and giggles, say, a, let's just let's say a fa- half of them respond to you and accept your connection request. So now you have 100 more people who are VPs of sales, who could be your ideal customer, who are now gonna see the content that you're posting on the platform. I've been rapping there for a minute, so I wanna just give a quick second and come up for air. Making sense so far, James? Thoughts, feelings, questions? Yeah, one hundred percent. Just, so, I mean, you mentioned
0: it, it. You got your piece of real estate there. You want to make sure you are, uh, you know, and we say this: location, location, location. When it comes to real estate, very similar to your profile. And, and I bet the listeners, I bet you guys right now, most the majority of anyone who's listening or watching us probably have a window open with LinkedIn on it, right? Or it's on your phone right now, especially if it's a <laughs> if it's anywhere between nine to nine to six. <laughs> I bet you anything that it's open. And for uh, what I find a, a lot of times is a lot of people they have really come to the point where they're kind of treating LinkedIn as a slot machine. Oh, maybe, maybe if we if we make the slot machine, maybe something will happen. And 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 there the uh, the odds are against them. And mm-hmm. so, how can you actually increase your odds to make that uh, successful? and um and and you know reed hoffman he wrote so much about linkedin and how he, he captures the, the 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 users um and and that guy is a genius so right now everyone's sticking into this platform at least use it in the right way and don't make it all about yourself and all about showing pictures of your ugly baby where you buy that's all they care about is themselves <laughs> and one last thing i'm going to mention to your your your, your connection message I, I agree 100%. I find that one of the messages my client, my prospects love and anyone to connect with me is, you know, you know, hey, Dave, you're recommended uh, as an awesome, uh, uh, someone awesome worth connecting to, looking forward to, to, to including my network of powerful business leaders. And, you know, and as you mentioned, may I have your, permi- you know, with your permission, that's permission-based selling, and it's really building a relationship. So um, I, I really, really want to enhance what you, what, uh, and echo what Donald has just mentioned, because I think at the end of the day, if you don't. If you don't dress the part, you won't play the game. Go
1: ahead, hundred percent. Because yeah, if I if I look like a scallywag, then people's going to want to work with the scallywag. You know, look like somebody that can really help solve a problem. Be that consultant. Be that that expert that can share the shed the light or knowledge. Show that you know what you're talking about. The next thing that I tell people to do, one of the so go back to the profile, and I just two easy pieces that you can anyone could do is. Go on your phone and also upload a video for your profile picture. You have uh 30 seconds in that video um, to speak, so make it something simple. So for me, what I would uh, mind, I have to switch it out right now, and uh, we uploaded a, upload uploading a new one. But the video, it's uh, it's not like anything you know crazy deep. It's just me saying, "Hey everyone, I just want to put a face with the name, and just tell them what I do." They already could see my name. Um, but I can tell them a little bit more what I do in that video. Um, and that's really awesome. And then also the name pronunciation. It's not too difficult to say Donald C. Kelly. Anyone could pronounce that no matter what country you're freaking from. But I use that still for my moniker, for my podcast. People who come to my profile, a lot of them are podcast listeners. So I say, it's Donald C. Kelly, the sales evangelist, helping you to be able to help him be to be sellers, 5X their pipeline and close twice as many deals. But then people listen to that, and again, it just they get to get a sense of my personality. If that offends them, then that's great because they're not a fit for me. But I just use that, that name moniker to just be able to have another piece of advertisement on the profile. Now, so come back. So to connect, you connect with your ideal customers. The second thing that we do is share. That we share content. Um, when you look at LinkedIn, I, I had a coach that I worked with at LinkedIn as one of their content creators, And one thing that we found out was that the numbers were really fascinating. It was in 2021, in December, 2021, at that point, LinkedIn had just gotten to 2%. 2% of their active, 2% 2 of their users, their 850 million users at a time, were actually sharing content on the platform. Now we're in 2023. That number's probably jumped just a little bit, maybe closer to 3% now, but that's still a drop in a bucket. Compared to like Facebook, where like everyone and their mom posts stuff, but LinkedIn, only 3% are sharing stuff. Now, a fascinating thing with that, I forgot the number and I have to go back and look right now, but I think it's like 100 billion impressions that those 3% of people are getting the, uh, on the platform per month. So I'm not, I mean, I don't, I, sometimes I feel guilt. I don't want to tell people about this because then that number is going to change and go to like 5, 6% of people posting. But what starts to happen though is that own us people who are posting right now on the platform are the ones taking advantage of those billions of impressions that are happening on LinkedIn. So, what I want you to do, and I'm giving you the secret, is that it's kind of like the wild, wild west still when it comes to LinkedIn right now because so many people are not taking advantage of the opportunities now some of you may say donald i post stuff but nobody comments or it doesn't go anywhere well listen first thing you don't need a whole bunch of you don't need a whole world to comment on your profile you just need like the people who matter to cut to see your uh, see your content number two if you're not posting you're not gonna if you're not posting regularly it's not gonna get the impression so you need to post i say i recommend at least once a week on a platform that's nothing crazy and then the second thing is that you post things. Third thing, I should say, post things that your ideal customers want. So what I tell my prospects and people who uh, are go through our LinkedIn, um, you know, our LinkedIn uh, prospecting course, I tell them you need to make sure you share, look at the top 10 problems that your ideal customers have, and then post content relative to that. So again, if I sell candy, and one of the biggest problems that we have, people have, is that you can't, you know, chocolates are melting faster than ever because of global warming. I'm making this stuff up, right? So so I might say something to the nature of, you know, know, five ways to make sure that your chocolates don't melt. Um, Number one, two, three, four, or You know, the feel, felt, found strategy when it comes to a post. Um, One of the things that my clients mention is that they, when they ship chocolate across the globe, they're not getting there intact as they used to. I uh, totally uh, totally understand where you're coming from. Many of my clients have felt the same exact way. What we found was, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's a post that talks about my, I can share expertise. And I say, here's one, what our clients have found is that if they do these three things, it helps them to make sure their chocolate don't melt. Blah, 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 blah. Curious to hear about you. Have you tried any of these before? Also taking advantage of LinkedIn polls. What are some of the top questions on the minds of your ideal customers? Um, is this a recession? Is this recession gonna really impact the fishing industry if you're selling in the fishing world? Then you go ahead and do a post on that. See what people are saying right now. Do they believe there's an impression? Yes or no. But now what happens is that you have People engage on that on those posts, and that's what you want. Connect with your ideal customers. They see the content that you're sharing because those content pieces tie back to them, and then you can uh, then you sh- you share relevant content. So those are the, that's the second step is to share content. I'll stop for a second before I go into the third point, and then tie this back to phone and email. So
0: excellent and and just so relevant and precise, uh, and and just so I feel I can maybe kind of. Uh, uh, Give it an angle from a from a performance perspective. There's something Donald you mentioned with regards to getting them engaged, and the polls is a great idea. And and I think what a lot of people. Um, one thing I think we need to remember. Look, everyone's on the platform because they're looking for an opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's they're looking for opportunity. All right, or they're bored,
1: okay? <laughs> we have or they're do not that. doing, or they're <laughs>
0: procrastinating. <laughs> one of those things. They're doing, or looking for opportunity bored or procrastination. That's one of the three. And all mm. we need to do is really grab their attention. Now, the, the concept is, I say this, people say, oh, James, what if I post and I don't get a response? Well, then you have a fear of rejection problem. And I want to go and take, take care of that, and if you're, especially if you're in sales, especially if you're in sales. Okay. Yep. And, um, and you got to be gutsy, and you got to do things that one moment will feel crazy and stupid, but after you've done them, will sound, will feel uh, awesome, amazing, and courageous. So it really is about, I think, internalizing from a performance perspective, and taking action because with no action, there's no action, and we got to try stuff and do stuff. And the last point is, um, and you mentioned that with regards to polls and so on. So let's pretend you posted a poll, and you're talking about the pains you solve, not the products you sell, and um, you know you start getting an engagement, even a negative engagement. Someone doesn't agree with you. Do you know how much, you know, listeners out there, do you know how much that will drive up the algorithm, even if they don't especially if it's a negative, and people don't realize that. that right, that's what the algorithm is looking for. It's looking for that contradiction, it's looking for that engagement in that conversation. And, and finally, and, and this is something that I think is is super important. If someone's if someone votes or someone mentions something or could comment, reach out to them. You know, hey yeah. Dave, I don't usually do this but there is something about what you said that's been on my mind, and I thought I'd reach out to introduce myself. I'd love to get your insight even further on that and start to build the relationship. Take it from here on your third piece.
1: Oh man, you you lined it up perfectly. So connect, share, engage, and that's the third thing, because most people do not do that part. Um, When you look at a post, in a way that I'm being straight and frank with you like my team they come back after me and when I do a post and they start connecting with some of those people because those are people that are interested in what Donald has to share right so my BDRs they connect with them they're not trying to pitch all of them but they are, they those are people who are who makes it, it could be low hanging fruit for the stuff that we have or just to have engagement with so especially on a poll exactly what you said is what we do so if somebody vote for XYZ I might say hey uh, James saw that you engage on my poll um, just wanted to send a personalized connect. Just wanted to send a connection request. I appreciate that. Thanks so much. And I and I, what I do, I look at all of the, the 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 voters. Look at people who fall into my who are second degree and third degree connections, and who fall into my ideal customer range. And then I also look at my first degree connection and see if any of those fall into my ideal customer. So whether they're a VP of Sales or Director of Sales, CEO or whatnot. Um, and then I I first start my engagement with those individuals um, and first connect with them. And then I you know send a little, and Then I start talking to them and say, you know, I appreciate your your poll uh, share. Like out of curiosity, why did you, um, why did you say there's no recession? You don't feel there's a recession going on right now. And it starts a conversation. Sometimes I might do that in the form of a video utilize in the LinkedIn platform or I do it in audio because it fosters a better engagement and I start a conversation with those people. What we found is that because we have that engagement, that engagement leads to conversation, those conversations leads to appointments. Because the things that I'm posting or say my, my, go back to my chocolate thing, if I or a recession um, in the fish industry, <laughs> maybe, you know, the restaurants, the people who are on there saying there's no recession, maybe they're good customers, potential customers. So I send a connection request to them and then I uh, start the engagement with them and I find out, you know, what, what are, what's what's working for you guys right now that's making you, you know, in your industry, in your business to make sure there's no recession. Um, well, we're doing this and this and this. Um, then it might say, hey, I love that. Uh, most of our folks out there are not, uh, are, are facing challenges in those areas. Um, as well. I have a podcast episode that I did on the fish, you know, uh, fish restaurants. I thought you might like, could I send that over to you? Yeah, sure. Send it over. Um, and then, you know, that starts that engagement. It's just me sharing stuff that's relevant to that prospect. What I might do then in the next phase is I send an email. My email would then tie back to that. I would say no more recession dot 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 not fishy as my subject line. And then I'll start the conversation. That person is going to open that darn email because we've already had an engagement on LinkedIn. Um, James, you mentioned that uh, I loved your comment and your uh, voting on my poll. Um, I just had a thought when I looked at your profile, looked at your company, saw that you guys are doing well and that you're hiring. You know, we do a lot of staffing in the fishing industry. And since you guys are growing, I didn't know how you guys are doing right now. Would you at least be open to hearing how we are um, how we can help you guys make sure to stay, uh, stay ahead uh, of your staffing problems? And James is probably going to respond to that because we already had an engagement on LinkedIn. Am I making sense there?
0: Yeah. Connect, got to, share, engage. Yep. We got to sign a rule: people never argue with their own data. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, they, it's theirs; they own it. And, and yep. just say, so you know, you mentioned uh, how recession is impacting your business. I'm, I'm just curious with regards to. Um, what successful efforts and by the way you know what i find i find that people you know we have a i have another rule Uh, people have to sugarcoat everything when it comes to pain my rules of pain are this one everyone has pain two everyone wants to get rid of pain three no one wants to admit that they have pain okay now i'm sure everyone is listening to this knows what i'm talking about you talk to your prospect and they're like everything is wonderful and great and you know they're like behind the scenes like everything's a disaster zone And it's really how do we break them, you know, break that down and help them start to really share. You know, we have a process on doing that. But what I find is people love to talk about their successes. Yes. They love to talk about their successes, especially right now where everyone's getting beaten up all day. They want to feel good about themselves and they want to maintain that strong self-esteem. And if you really just have a conversation, I'm really, really curious to know how you guys – or elevating on success with regards to this uh, this uh, example when it comes to a recession and and the fishing industry and so on you know what what are you guys doing these days that, that, that's helping you achieve overachieve uh your goals now people love to talk about that stuff
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and i think it's really about really trying to build that relationship things are taking a little longer these days simply because everyone's a little skeptical right yep and yep. um i think one of the one of the, we have to be more patient so i, I love what you said and, and i think it really is just an elegant way of engagement.
1: Yeah, and and you know the other interesting fact with this too is that it just we did a I look at my inbox and you probably do the same thing too and I look at it and I see all of the different emails that I get and you know I I delete a lot um and you know some of them are well crafted in a sense, but it's just not relevant to me, right? It's not. Uh, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be the one to teach you how to sell um, in that without being paid for it. <laughs> so I'm not gonna respond to every single sales email that comes out to me and teach you what's wrong. If it's not relevant, it's not relevant. But when you do stuff like this, when you follow a strategy or plan like this, you you have that engagement and the engagement factor causes a high, high degree of relevancy that's going to cause that person to open an email and start to have a conversation with you. Now, some sales leaders and BDR leaders say, Donald, that's not scalable. But what I tell people to do is that you do the same thing with your focus accounts. So I focus on my ideal customer. So say you have 20 name accounts that you're going after you're, You know for this month. Then you do the same exact thing. Who are those three, four individuals in that company you need to connect with? Utilize Sales Navigator. You find a way to be able to get engagement with them. Sales Navigator is a lot of tool right now with deep sales that tell you this person is new to their role or this person shares a connection or shares some kind of work experience. You use that and leverage that for that engagement, that connection where you connect with that person. You foster some kind of engagement, which allows for your email to have a higher open rate and that higher uh, sense of relevancy to that person. And then you go from there, and you do the phone calls. When I do a phone call to a prospect, and I leave a message, I let that I advertise the next step. I advertise that I'm sending a text message to them as well. And I use direct dial, and some people may feel controversial towards that, but I've been doing that for for a while now, and I've never had had one person said how do I get you, how did you get my number and beyond that. But since the pandemic, people are so used to getting calls on their cell phone, so it's all good. But I call them on direct dial, and I send them a voice a text message. Relative to that, and that, and causes again, it it causes for further engagement, the way that they would like to buy, um, or the way that they like to be engaged with. Um, but that makes such a big difference when I'm doing my cold outreach um, to a prospect. Um, so I start with my LinkedIn, I do that strategy I just shared with you, connect, share, engage, and with my name account, same thing. I engage with them on LinkedIn, then I uh, then I go ahead and send the email relative to that engagement, increases my open rate. And then I mix it up when I send an email. I send uh, my second email with a video where I try to stand out um, with that. And then I send them a text message. And if the count is like a really, you know, a, a, a good account, and I see that they're having some kind of engagement with me, but I haven't responded back yet, the next thing I do is I send them. I might send something in a mail to them, physically in a mail. I know Sandler's a big fan of like, you know, you know, you got to do it, be a little bit different. The 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 Sandler you got to be a little bit different, yeah. So um, I utilize that as well um, with people who are showing engagement, and I reward them in that sense. And it for uh, helps to further get me more opportunities. But that's how I utilize LinkedIn. I don't just send people messages and say, hey, I see you're on LinkedIn and that you breathe. Let's set up an appointment. Um, <laughs> <You> <laughs> part.
0: Yeah, Listen, I'm curious <laughs> to ask, um, what do you find, it's really interesting, um, and you're a real pro on this, On on, and you feel very comfortable also with LinkedIn platform. And, and that's, I think, very important. Sure. I think we need to be comfortable, and you seem very comfortable. How many touch points do you find it takes for you to start to, to get an engagement? How many have you ever counted that? What's your KPI?
1: I've not necessarily count the uh that number. If I was to go back and just kind of see though, like I see the connection with somebody that's brand new cold. Um
0: I mean, it could be a com. It could be a combination of of your LinkedIn email um, and uh, and calls. I'm just, I'm oh, just curious. You, you.
1: Yeah. So, in in that sense, you know, I'll send a connection request, um, and I gauge on one of their posts if they have a post. And what I try to do with Navigator is I look for people if they're my named account. I try to look for people who have posted on the platform in the past thirty days. So those are two touch points right there. Um, and then, when they do respond, I reply back to them, not as a pitch for an appointment. I send a voice message or a video. I might say, Hey, James, it's DK. I just wanted to go ahead and put a face with a name um, down here in South Florida. Um, I would love to go to Tel Aviv someday. Um, perhaps uh, if you're this way, maybe we can grab lunch or barbecue, whatever, and we, you know, Ooh. do something to that nature. Or relative to your post, James, I just saw your posts about, um, you know, going over to, about uh, being at, uh, in Tel Aviv and going to Dead Sea. I always want to do that. Um, maybe some, I'll put it on my bucket list to do someday. Um, uh, anyways, uh, great to connect, but we've connected. My email to you now, since we have that engagement, might be, um, you know, uh, this is not the Dead Sea, but I thought that, thought about this, dot, dot, dot. But you're going to open that email yeah. and we're going to continue. So that's like four touch points right there. And you may not ever respond to that, but my phone call, maybe you respond to or a video. So about the five, you know, five-ish. Um, it, I would it. call that first engagement when you accept my connection request. That's an engagement where you respond. Typically, there's something there. But as far as like the, you know, the sales part where I did my pitch via email, um, probably about yeah. six, six touch. Well,
0: I'm just gonna, you said barbecue. Yeah, What's bro. Going for, why did you say barbecue? <laughs> all things you could have said.
1: You know, I love a good barbecue, man. Um, and as a grown up here in Florida, you have the eternal summer, right? Sometimes it's a little bit hotter than others, but uh, I can always put the grill out. And um, as ever since a kid and growing up in Jamaica, my cousins always make, you know, family make jerk chicken or barbecue chicken. And it's just like something that I just got into. And I do it as a little hobby every once in a while. Kind of anything specific,
0: anything special, kind of uh, as you have your signature dish, your signature, your signature
1: grill, chicken thighs. I'm uh, I I, I make a killer chicken thighs. Um, my next thing is ribs, uh, so uh, you know, some um, you know, good old uh, uh, St. Louis baby back ribs and then a brisket. So, brisket is my been working on that for several years now and i have a decent brisket so uh. <laughs>
0: that's awesome oh you're getting me all, all hungry here um donald um time for me to ask you what's your secret sauce sure. of selling man um uh,
1: my secret sauce of selling is something that i that i would attribute and, and you know push to give give my uh acknowledgement to sandler this first sales training program i ever went through um and what i got was the fundamentals um That's my secret sauce, um, uh, is mastering the fundamentals because most people don't do the fundamentals and because they don't, they try to get, they try to cover up the fundamentals with like, um. You know, Let's go back to a good ribs. They burn the ribs and they try to cover it up with barbecue sauce and the barbecue sauce (laughs) is not going to hide the burntness. So you got to make sure you do the fundamentals. Did you make sure you, you know, low, low heat? Did you do the rub? You had to marinate for a couple of days. You turn it at the right time. Um, you put the butter and honey underneath. Uh, you made sure you removed the membrane. <laughs> you know, you do all those fundamental things. You you fold it up at the right time. It's a
0: recipe. It's a
1: recipe. <laughs> I mean, it's a
0: recipe. And you know, for the listeners and viewers out there, um, if you're in if you're in sales and you need a prospect, very similar to what we talked about, and you don't have a cookbook, which is your behavioral plan, so that you know exactly what you need to do to reach success, then you're just you're just winging it and shooting yeah. in the dark. Yeah. And Donald, it sounds like you got your cookbook in place, you got your recipe <laughs> in place, you got your process in place. And I'd like to thank you so much for for, for joining us. It's been a great, great, great um, half an hour. Um, anything interesting you're listening to watching could be a miniseries, could be, I don't know, uh, a movie, a play, a book, a podcast, mm. um, anything that uh, you'd like to share with uh, the viewers and uh, and listeners.
1: One of my um, one of my favorite uh, podcasts, uh, recent ones, is uh, it's on it's by um, the Wondery podcast, uh, so which is owned by Amazon right now, but is Business Movers. And the series I'm listening to is about Phil Knight and Nike, so that's one that I'm listening to. And I just got into I didn't like Star Trek back in the days, and um, the new ones I've just finished up Star Trek Picard, and uh, now I'm on Discovery, <laughs> so. Um, like a good uh, sci-fi, and that's when I relax um, after selling, spending time with the family. I catch up on a couple of those. So there that's you go. awesome, <laughs> awesome,
0: awesome. Well, thank you so much. And you. Um, it's uh, you know thanks to, to to professionals like you that uh, sales has got a good name, a real name. And we keep it real, um, and we leverage the tools that are in our disposal. And for this case, I think LinkedIn is great. Make sure you're using it the right way for the right reasons. So, Donald, thank you, my friend. Thank you so
1: hey, much. Appreciate you, James. Thanks for all that you're doing. And if folks are listening to this podcast, it's hard sometimes as hosts to, you know, you tell folks and they don't do it. But from an outsider, this is an amazing show. And I tell you, please, 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 we need more people listening to it. So take the link, share it with one other person. And if you've been listening for a minute, go ahead and subscribe and leave a rating because that goes such a long way so more people can find this show as well. So keep going I appreciate you that.
0: I appreciate that. And how can, how can the listeners reach out to you and get in uh, connect with you?
1: Yeah, easiest way, you can do two things. One, go to LinkedIn or any platform and search Donald C. Kelly. And then send me a message in mail or just a connection request said, I heard you on the Secret Sauce podcast. And we'll go from there. The second thing you can do, if you're interested, you can go to the sales evangelist.com and we have some free content, whether it's like a free course at the bottom of the page or just any of our, um, you know, get on our newsletter. You can go ahead and do that as well, where I jump, uh, share weekly tips. Um, but yeah either one of That's those awesome.
0: avenues. I, I, can, I share, can I share my commercial for LinkedIn too? Um, yeah. I just recently learned this from a colleague. Go to LinkedIn and do the whole LinkedIn thing and slash get James.
1: Get James. Oh, That's look it. at that. <laughs> so it's,
0: guys, think about it for a second. You go on that thing and you can really design your your LinkedIn uh, uh, URL. So make sure you yeah. make it, you utilize that. That's enough. That's our real estate right there. Um, Donald, thank you again. You're the best. To the listeners, you, to the viewers, um, subscribe, subscribe pass this on to your friends, share the word, um, your success, their success is your success, vice versa. Um, and again, um, I'm here to empower the best generation of sales professionals and business leaders the world has ever seen. So if you think that you're part of that and you wanna be part of that uh, that movement, so that's our mission and uh, be well, no guts, no gain, be courageous and do the right thing. Good selling, everybody.